Take RFM Dunedin with you wherever you go with podcasts and live streaming of Primo local content. Download the Access Internet Radio app for free from Google Play and the Apple App Store. This programme was first broadcast on RFM Dunedin and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Welcome to Headscarves and Good Yarns with me, Amal Abdullahi. This podcast is all about tuning in to discuss the uncomfortable truths of diversity to empower a more empathetic New Zealand. Every episode will delve into a different aspect of diversity, race and acceptance here in Aotearoa. You'll also hear stories from Kiwis all around the country who look different, who dress differently, speak a different language, all in the hopes of uplifting all of our voices and celebrating the diversity we have in our community. Um, Before I get into this episode, I just want to thank everyone for tuning in um, into the first episode and the support that we've received here so far at Headscarfs and Good Yarns. Um, It's amazing that people are curious and they want to listen. Um, I take it as an encouraging sign that people are invested in other people, and that's exactly what we need more of. Um, And to all my brown sisters who messaged me to tell me how much they related to my story, thank you. Um, My struggle is also your struggle, so I'm glad that you had some emotional relief from hearing my struggle and I just urge you to keep on pushing for your for your struggles keep on speaking up because that's how we connect and inspire change so last episode I shared some of my story on the challenges I have faced being a black Muslim girl growing up in New Zealand and um, that was quite a big episode for me I've had some time to reflect on sharing my story and um I'm really glad that I did. I'm really glad that I did that. And for those who messaged me and said, "Oh my gosh, I'm I'm so sorry you went through something like that. Are you okay?" Yes, I'm okay. I think I've reached that point where I have fully owned what has happened to me um, and now I don't view it as a bad thing. Uh, I just view it as something that's happened and I should try to take the good out of it um, and use it to make change. So yeah, thank you for those who messaged and asked if I was okay, and I'm I'm really glad that I I put my story out there because um, people don't talk if we don't have something to talk about, and people won't understand if we don't hear each other. So yeah, I'm glad that I I shared my story, and um, what I wanted to say was last time I touched more on the challenges and the struggles, but. My experience has 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 had some good experiences as well, and those good experiences have been just as important and impactful in my journey in reconciling my identity and figuring out who I am and where home is for me. So, um, I want to touch like talk more about that today. All the good stuff that's happened because. Um, there have been good stuff that's happened to me and there's been lots of acceptance and understanding here. So um, I really want to build upon that today. Um, and I hope that in sharing my good experiences, um, I hope that first of all, you it gives you a chance to reflect upon your own journey and your own identity and um, what cultural experiences has shaped who you are as a person. Um, it's nice to have that reflection and nice to think about, you know, what connects you to home. So I hope after hearing about the good experiences and also the bad experiences from the last episode, um, you have that chance to have 
um, that reflection and have korero with your own family and friends about that topic and what it means to you. And I hope the other thing that we pick up from hearing the good and bad experiences is that um, with understanding and acceptance, um, we can all find a common purpose. And I think for me, finding, reconciling the bad and good experiences have helped me um, find a common purpose or a purpose um, within myself. So last episode, I said that at one point it was really hard for me to be a black Muslim girl um, in New Zealand and at one point I, or multiple points really, I wanted to disassociate myself because I had made that connection in my head that if you're different, if you look different or have a different faith or speak a different language or even eat different food, there's that association of you're different and being different is bad and because it's bad, things like bullying will come out of it. So I yeah, really wanted to disassociate myself um, with my culture and by doing that I tried to embrace everything Kiwi um, so I didn't, even though outwardly I looked like a black Muslim girl, on the inside I I thought of myself as an Oreo cookie, to be honest, just black on the inside and, and white on the inside, and I completely didn't acknowledge that part of myself. And after some time of living life like that, I didn't feel fulfilled. I wasn't entirely happy and satisfied with my myself, and... I realized that I really was missing something and there was an empty hole that needed to be filled and I think yeah and it was quite isolating uh, isolating sorry as well because um, my parents didn't really understand what I was going through they didn't see being different as a bad thing um, so yeah I was quite in a in a lonely place and I think that along with the fact that um, my immediate, well, all my immediate family is here in New Zealand, but my aunties and uncles and cousins, um, they're all across the world. And um, so every single time that they would call home to catch up and see how everyone's doing, um, I would, with fear, pick up the phone and and my really scrambled a smiley tried to make some kind of conversation and then I realized I'm missing out on that connection as well um, with my family. I didn't really have the right, yeah, I didn't have that connection with them. And I think that made me realize that actually um, my heritage is really important to me. And that idea of home and family, that's what I've I've been missing. So I want to share with you what family means um, from the Somali point of view because I think that was definitely a good as soon as I really and deeply understood that concept um, that changed everything for me and that's definitely been one of the good experiences um, that I'm really grateful for so uh, family is important to everyone um, but in the Somali way about thinking about family family is a unit you're you're never a singular person unit but the whole family is a unit so everything that a person does is is for the family and 
we all live our lives with um, family in consideration. So when I had the decision of um, moving down here for study, it wasn't just my decision, but um, my mum and dad were involved in it and they had to be they had to be happy with it and it had to work for the whole entire family that I was able to come down to to Otago. So I love that idea of family. We're always, always connected and family always comes first. And I think once I deeply understood that whole idea of family being the unit and not you as the individual, um, that really, everything clicked and... Um, I didn't quite understand. Oh, the, and another thing that made me deeply realize that was when um, my dad went to back home. He went back home after 17 years um, of being here and raising us kids. Um, he went back home. And that's when I kind of got the opportunity to be more involved uh, with my family. So um, that sense of the family unit really came through and we automatically got on and it was so nice and I felt happy and I felt fulfilled and um, it was truly amazing Um, and that's definitely one of the good experiences that have shaped me as a person just that um, idea and of the family being a unit Um, before we get into more of this topic and more of my good experiences, um, we do have another music break for this episode. Um, so for this episode, it's a song suggestion from one of my really good friends. Uh, she's from South India. So today's song is a Tamil song. It's called Kiku Yerude from the Parayapa movie. I really hope I said that correctly. Um, and the song is about how you can't choose your color, your face, your parents, or where you're born. Um, but you do have the choice to how you lead your life, um, no matter how rich or poor you are. Um, we came into this world with nothing, and we will leave with nothing. Um, at the end of the day, we're all the same. So why try to spend our lives fighting each other? So I'll play a snippet of that, and I hope you enjoy that. And we'll continue the conversation afterwards. I'm 
தெருவுக்குள் மத சண்டை ஜாதி சண்டை பம்பேருக்கு Awesome. So that was just a snippet of Kiku Yerude from the Parayapa movie. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that little snippet. That was a really nice song. Thank you so much for the suggestion. Um, and also for future episodes, if you guys have suggestions in, from your culture and you want to um, show it off, you're always welcome to message the Headscarfs and Good Yarns Facebook page um, and we'll try to feature it on one of our episodes. Um, so... Uh, just before the break, I was talking about the idea of family being a unit, which I really, really loved. And um, just talking more about my good experiences, um, the more I realized that my fulfillment will come from both of my cultures, um, I realized that a lot of my memories, my really good memories um, growing up and even now um, come from my culture. So one of the ones that I really hold near and dear is all my Ramadan um, memories. So for those of you who don't know, uh, Ramadan is the f- month of fasting. Um, it's a really important um, month in the Islamic calendar. So the whole point of fasting is that f- between sunrise and sunset, uh, you're fasting, so you're abstaining from food and water, which sounds really intense, but I think when it's something that you've grown up with, it's completely, completely normal. Um, but yeah, so you fast, and the whole point of that is if you remove yourself from physical distractions and you strip yourself to the essential, and the essential is your relationship with God and focusing on prayers and renewing your connection um, with God. And so I see it as a spiritual detox, and it's a really yeah important time of the month because at the end of every single day, we break the fast, and it's called iftar, and we all have a meal together as a family. Um, sometimes we go to the mosque as well, and we break the fast um, at the mosque. So here in Dunedin, this happens in mosques all over, but here in Dunedin, um, if someone from the community steps up and cooks the meal for everyone in the mosque and we all break the fast together. So if that was something that you were like, oh, that sounds really cool, that sounds really interesting, everyone is welcome to join at the join the mosque for iftar. Um, so, yeah, just head down to the mosque um, around 5.30, 6-ish, and you can have a meal and meet someone new and learn more. And even if you're not in Dunedin, you can do that at any of the your local mosques. Um, but yeah, anyway, so we would, at the end of every single day, we would get together and um, break the fast. And it's so amazing because you break the fast and then we all pray together. So um, our Father would lead the prayer for us as a family, um, would all pray together and after the prayer he would um, he is amazing, my father. But yeah, he would give us um, a lecture, not a lecture, sorry, a lecture is <laughs> completely the wrong word for it. Um, but he would give us a sermon of some sort um, and renew our faith even more and give us context for our prayer. And then afterwards, we would break the fast and have a meal together and eat all this amazing food that my mother would spend hours in the kitchen making for us. So 
for those of you who don't know a lot about Somali food, it's kind of hard to nail it down. It's a mixture of everything, and it's a fusion of a lot of different cultures as well um, because we were colonized by a lot of co- different countries, and so you can see the influences coming through. But I suppose it's a fu- fusion of um, Indian food, Turkish food, Italian food, um, Arab food, yeah, it's an amazing mix. And um, so what we would typically have is sambusa. That's one of the one of my highlights of Ramadan as well because I get to eat sambusa every single night. Well, not so much anymore now that I'm here. Um, but so sambusa is kind of like a samosa. So it's um, pastry and inside is um, mince and um, hawash, which is like a special spice mix that we use um, in Somali cooking. And uh, there's other vegetables in there as well. And then it's all wrapped up in the pastry and then deep fried. And it's so crunchy and so flavorful. I'm kind of drooling a little bit talking about it now. Um, (laughs) um, But we have that every single night. And it's one of my treasured memories. And um, because everyone loved it so much, we'd try to fight for the seconds at the dinner table afterwards and it's absolutely amazing and then another dish that my mum would make as well is it's called sugo so it's in between like a curry and a like pasta sauce like a tomato based pasta sauce um, and you can either have it with rice or pasta and then we have our side meat dishes so traditionally people use um, camel meat but there's not a lot of camels in New Zealand um, so we just use beef or lamb and yeah so lots of side dishes um, and side sauces as well because we quite like our spicy food so there's also some there was always some kind of spicy um, food on the side to have and that was quite good to have on the side because everyone in my family has a completely different um, spice tolerances um, and just eating together eating all that food is such a treasured um, memory for me and it makes me very proud to be a Somali person that we have um, a practice like that. Um, it's amazing. And also another treasured memory would be Eid. And so Eid is after Ramadan and so we celebrate the month of fasting um, and we all get together. We have a big prayer at the mosque at the beginning of the day and then after that you just eat so much food Um, I think people just gorge out on food after a whole month of fasting and it's so nice and you get to see family and friends that you haven't seen in a while Um, and yes and also back then a very big bonus was getting a day off school which is a really which was a really big celebration for us not having to go to school for a day so technically Eid goes um, for four days but we only ever allowed the one day off school unfortunately um, but dad would take the day off work and would all be together um, so Eid also is a really big um, day for me um, yeah, so it was yeah a really big day for me, and I think another thing that also makes me very proud is our cultural dress. So every any time there's occasion um, to show off your traditional dress, I I love wearing, I love representing Somalia. It makes me very very proud. Um, so our traditional dress is called the dera. So it's kind of like a long gown um, with a underskirt. 
um, under that and the underskirt has really beautiful detailing that comes through at the bottom um, and you wear the gown or the dira over the top and you cinch it in um, at the waist and then you have the scarf so you can wrap the scarf around like around your head like a hijab or you can just have it um, across your shoulder um, and it's beautiful it's really beautiful and every single time I wear it I feel like I'm representing my culture and it makes me so 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 proud um, and it's this pride that I think that filled that gap for me that I was missing earlier um, and once I was able to say hey I am really really proud to be from summer and hey I've I've grown up here my whole entire life and I completely can call myself a Kiwi. Um, putting those two together um, made me fulfilled and, and made me really happy. So I I hope that you guys get the opportunity to re- reflect upon your own journey and reconciling both your bad and good experiences um, and making because I feel like those things um, are what make us whole as a person um, so that is the end of episode 2 of Headscarves and Good Yarns um, but before I sign off um, I would like to say thank you again um, for listening it means a lot that I have support out there and you guys are interested um, next episode will be the first episode with guests whoop, whoop. I'm so excited for that um, I've got a couple of my um, good friends coming along and we're going to talk more about what it means to be a black Muslim girl um, growing up in New Zealand or just being coming from a different um ethnic background and and what that means so if you have any questions that you'd like us um, to answer just make sure to um, message the Facebook page Headscarves and Good Yarns and we'll make sure to address those questions in the next episode but for now take take care and yeah see you next episode bye guys take RFM Dunedin with you wherever you go with podcasts and live streaming of primo local content download the Access Internet Radio app for free from Google Play and the Apple App Store this programme was first broadcast on RFM Dunedin and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air